my biggest fear with money is that there's never going to be enough. It's crazy. Like that I'll be poor. It just seems so nuts when you say it out loud, but like you're, you're just like that I'll go without, that I'll be not okay, that I'll be unwell. Hello and welcome everyone to Her Money Club Stories. My name is Rachelle Minnie and I am the founder of Her Money Club. And the intention for these beautiful discussions is to really collect women's stories of how they've overcome various challenges related to money and to life and that journey that it unfolds between the two, life and money. In Her Money Club, we talk a lot about aligning the money strategy and the life purpose to create a thriving life. And that is a process. It's a very process-driven part of our journey that maybe not all of us get to hear about or discuss with one another. So as we collect pieces of this journey to expand us all into what is actually possible for our lives, we are on this adventure together. These stories will support you in that journey. These stories are from incredible women who have had these obstacles who have overcome and some are still in it. Some are still really working through how they're going to overcome these obstacles along the way. So just know that you're not alone. We are here doing this together and it's so important that we have each other to hold each other accountable to the goals that we have set up for ourselves and for our own lives. Now with that, I hope you enjoy the adventure we have ahead and enjoy these stories that we have prepared for you. Today, we have an amazing friend and human that I love talking to, Samantha. She is going to share more with us of her money story, and I'll give it up to you. Share a little bit just about who you are, where you're from, and what you are up to in the world. I am so honored to be here and to be talking about this. It's kind of overwhelming to have this kind of conversation. My name is Samantha Pike. Um, I live on Wolf Island, which is a small island in a thousand islands in Canada. My journey with all of this, I guess, started in the fall of 2019. And it was at that point that I made a decision to change my life, basically. And then everything started to unfold from that point. This all happened a little bit before you and I met. So it's interesting mm-hmm. just watching your journey from my perspective. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to know, like, what made you decide? Like, I, I talk about making a decision and deciding a lot in my work. So what prompted that decision for you? It, I guess it was the fall of 2019 was when I started to dive into the law of attraction, manifestation, like energy work. But the year prior, so 2018, I had just graduated from my behavioral psychology program. And I'd done really well. I was at the top of my class. I had all honors. Like I worked really hard. I did really well. I was a very confusing student because I would be nominated for like awards and be nominated to join committees for the program. Like I was such an all-star and I knew that I wasn't going to pursue any of it. And it was such a weird dichotomy. That summer that I graduated, I was applying for jobs. And I'm applying knowing that I didn't want to do anything. I'm writing letters, trying to convince somebody that I want a job working for them. And I'm like, I'm trying to convince myself at this point. Like, I'm just like not in it, you know? And I was really confused and I didn't know what to do. And after like, you know, so much time trying to figure it out, there's this one question that popped into my head. And this was the question that 
I still use today. So it's, what would you rather do? And so I started there because it was a really simple question to ask in the moment. So like I'm sitting on my couch, I'm feeling very overwhelmed with what I'm supposed to do with my life. And I would just answer the question, what would you rather do? And if in that moment it was make my bed, then I would make my bed. And the reason I found out later why it worked, it was like a ripple effect because I was basically working towards alignment. I was constantly shifting my my energy to alignment and it starts with (laughs) making your bed. Like it sounds silly, but it literally builds on top of each other. So like after you make your bed, what would you rather do? I would rather work on my huge to-do list that I have to do then that's what you do. So through this constant questioning of what would you rather do, I found my way into creating an Airbnb and opportunities started popping up because I kept going with that question, what would you rather do? And my husband literally asked, we have a space because we have rental properties. So he's like, we have a space opening up. Would you like to rent that as an Airbnb? I was like, Yes, like these opportunities started popping up because I was kept falling on that, the the answer within myself, right? Like falling in love with that answer within myself and using that as my compass. That was for 2018. 2018 was a really hard year. And then so by 2019, I was like, I feel where I'm supposed to be. Like, I feel like I'm doing things that feel really good. And but okay, so I'm designing my life at this point what do I want it to look like? Like that was a big realization. Like, oh, I get to design this. I get to have a designer life. Okay. And then that's when, that's when I met you and then you saw what happened to me. That's kind of like the backstory of it all unfolding. I love that. I've always used the quote, like live life by design, not default. And I've had this quote with me since college and something I've always used. My sister, who is very artistic, has created different like plaques and things for me that say that on it over time. And it wasn't like there's been like moments in my life where that's pulled through and I'm designing my life. Right. But it wasn't until the last probably two or three years that I've committed and decided to like design my life. So I feel like we're both on similar trajectories of where that's taken us over the last few years and just seeing like, holy crap, we can truly like design our life. It's real. Everyone, it's real. (laughs) It's a real thing. Right. And I know we've discussed that a few times. Like if we could just scream that kind of stuff from the rooftops and like get everyone invited in to design their life. Everything would be a magical world to live in. The next question I wanted to bring up with you, because this has been really powerful for me to watch in your life as you play with different rituals. So Mm -hmm. what are some of the rituals that you enjoy with money manifestation or anything like ritualistic related to money? This is really cool. So fall of 2018, I keep bringing that up because it was such a like, a very like bolded headline chapter in my life. So fall of 2019, my girlfriend was like, Hey, have you heard of Abraham Hicks? I said, I have, but like, I'm not super familiar. She's like, neither am I, but they are uh, doing a conference in Boston. Let's go. So we went to Boston 
went to this amazing conference, like so, so good. I'm getting chills actually just thinking about it. The next day we went to Salem, which is a witch community. Like it's a modern day witch community. It's been there for hundreds of years. It talks about female empowerment and um, generations of trying to steal or trying to rid this community of its feminine power. And what was interesting about that community is that no matter how hard they tried to fight to get rid of it, it just got stronger and stronger and stronger. And now it's like this beautiful, very empowered, feminine energy town. So we went to this town right after we saw Abraham Hicks. And that's when I was introduced to all these really amazing manifestation rituals and spells. And it was all like childlike and play and fun and exciting. Like I would walk into a store and it was like, these medicines will cure you. And it's just all plant medicine, right? Like it's just mushrooms. And so there's all these books of recipes on how to heal your body. And then they'd have like wand shops. So like literal wand shops, there's one shop there. That's the oldest wand shop. Anyways. So we went to these stores and we would just collect potions and collect affirmations and spell books and so we were just collecting to collecting all these things and some of it like so when we came home we cast a spell we cast ourselves for our dream home we came to this location and we like it sounds crazy but we cast a spell on this property to have our dream home and we so that's one ritual that I have I also do um water so I'll like set an intention for the water that I drink. So like every sip that I have of this water is subconsciously downloading into my brain. And I put a a message across what I'm drinking to remind myself to state these feelings of abundance and to um, embody this, this powerful feeling. I also use smells, which are really helpful for me because there's certain things in human design. Some people respond better to physical senses. And for me, I guess it's smell. So I actually find it really helpful to be in, like to experience in all senses, really a high frequency. So something that feels really good. So any kind of, you can get any abundance spray and when you spray it, it just, it makes you feel good. Right. And like, that's the bottom line. It's not that like, I think I'm going to spray this and like, poof, like literally it, my whole world changes. I know it's not like that, but it's what you're, what you're doing in those moments is activating a feeling of vibration in your body that excites you and makes you feel really good and puts you in alignment to your desires. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like that was Yep. All of that makes a lot of sense. And even from like a scientific, like Joe Dispenza talks about the actual science behind that. So for anyone who (laughs) cares to have like the science-based backed information on it, like it's real and you can have fun and play with it like potions and wands and all the things. So yeah, it's super powerful. And think about any time, like I know in yoga, I've been to different classes where they'll like spritz you with a scent, like if you're in Shavasana and 
Like I get tingles thinking about it right this moment, even though I'm not in that environment, because um, one of my friends who does it uses rose water and rose water is very luxurious. Like there's yeah. this luxuriousness to it. If it's real rose uh, essential oil. And so things like that are just very powerful to awaken this embodiment of luxury and abundance and yeah. the things we want to feel in our body. And it does it instantly. So you don't have to have the million dollars in your bank account yet. You can feel that feeling. And to your point, align yourself to those desires and those um, like the future that you're embodying for yourself right now. So yeah, yeah it's magical. <laughs> and I think we both have so many stories of like the little tweaks that we've done over time to get to this place that we're, you know, we're at now, but we're also continuing to ascend into. And it's just so powerful how rituals and these little tweaks to how you feel each and every day um, allow you to create so many new possibilities. So absolutely. Um, before we leave this topic and transition to another one, any other, like, I know you have a lot of stories. So any one big story <laughs> you would want to share with how you feel like in, in embodying your most abundant self has led to an actual manifestation of something. One that I like is, I mean, all my manifestations are amazing. Um, and you're right. Like if I think about it, I'm like, well, there's so many to choose from. But okay, so when I manifested my dream car, I was conscious about what I was doing. So I, I knew that I wanted this car, like it was like, you know, the make, I knew everything about it. I had test driven it once before I would let go. So I, the universe knew that I wanted this car. And so in the winter, so by the time fall would happen, I would be like, I'm not, I'm going to let this go because I don't want to drive it in the winter. Like, I don't need to find it right now. I'm fine. Right. So I just became very content on it arriving when it did, because if the fall would happen and didn't show up, you'd be like, okay, it's off the hook. I'm going to find it in the spring. So like that was a very essential part in the manifestation because I just was super relaxed about it. So then spring happens. I'm like, yep, ready to go. Let's go get this. Let's like, this car is going to pop up. So my husband, meanwhile, is trying to convince me to get a different car. He's like, <laughs> have you thought about this car? And he's showing me different cars. He's like, have you thought about this car? We drove to Ottawa one day, which, you know, well, everyone knows where Ottawa is, right? In Canada. We drove up there. We just drove a different car entirely. And I was like, I don't know what else to tell you, but this is the car I want. Like, I'm not going to make any compromises. This is what I want. Mm -hmm. So he's like, okay, well, I want a car that we don't have to drive very far away to, to get to that has very low mileage is new and is at this price. And I was like, okay. So the next day, my brother-in-law drove by this dealership and he's like your car is in this dealership so my husband <laughs> yeah. runs over to the dealership and he's like this car on their website what had like a veil over top of it like they were going to release this car to the public so like this was a very special car and so my husband runs over to the the dealership which was less than a five minute drive from my house and I didn't know so I'm on the couch and he calls me and he's like, 
what are you doing right now? And I could tell by his voice. I'm like, oh my God, he has my car. <laughs> <And> <laughs> yes. What are you doing? I'm like, I am on the couch. Why? And he's like, you need to come over to the dealership, like the Hyundai dealer. They have your car. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I, I get into my car. By the way, this whole time that I've been driving my old car, every time I got into it, I would pretend it was my car. Like I would, I would drive the shit out of it. Like I was just like <laughs> ripping around corners. I was just having fun in my present car, but not because I, I, I did know that that was going to bring it to me faster, but also because I was just having fun. Right. I'm like, I'm going to have fun in this car that I'm in right now. I'm going to pretend that it's the car that I want. I'm going to drive the shit out of it. And I'm just going to like <laughs> crank the tunes and I'm just, you know, I'm going to have fun where I am now. And so I get into my car, my old car, and I, I sit and I get in the seat. I turn on this song, this like beautiful song comes on. It's very like really upbeat and like powerful. And then all of a sudden my body kind of just like gets this surge of energy and I kind of just rise in my seat and I can feel like these almost like powerful wings kind of like stretching out. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to, this is my car. Like I'm driving to my car right now. And so we get to the dealership. I'm the third one to test drive it that day. They had like 20 people that were wanting this car. And so like, I was like, I don't even need to test drive this. Like this is mine. Mm-hmm. And so I did t- test drive it, but yeah, we got into the dealership and we just made it happen. We worked around some things and even selling our car, like in order for us to have this car, we need to sell our car that we had, but it was still in our driveway. Even that story is a crazy manifestation because Nick puts up the, the listing that night and um he's like, I don't know, should I change the price? Like he's, he's really good at manifesting. He just doesn't know it. So should I change the price? I'm like, somebody will be in our driveway tomorrow morning. So we carry on, like, we haven't heard anybody, you know, we have the car listed or whatever. And somebody messages us in the afternoon, frantic, like, I want to buy your car. I need to buy your car right now. It's for my daughter. She just had a car accident. Like he tells us this whole story. Where are you? He had lost cars before. Like he had wanted a car and whatever. So he was really urgent that he very friendly, very nice. And so we meet him. He's like, yep, I'll give you cash for it. Like he was just like, let's get this done. Everything was just like so smooth, so fast. And what's crazy is his daughter was with him and Based on the picture, she found out where we lived and she came over to our house in the morning and was in her and was in our driveway. Wow. So like I said to, to Nick, I was like, someone will be in our driveway tomorrow morning looking at our car. Somebody was in our driveway the next morning looking at our car. Like it was that de- I was definitely in the flow in that moment of like this is a manifestation. I've done I I've been conscious about what's necessary in order for this to happen. And it's like totally played out, you know, and I am paying $20 less than I was paying for my old car. Of course. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> per the process. I love yeah. it. <laughs> That's magical. Mm. Yeah. So good. Super good. I, it's funny in listening to these stories because I realize how much I've manifested over my life without knowing that I've manifested things. And so the power of knowing the process makes it that much more fun for one, but two, 
like the unfolding is that much more curious and exciting. So mm, I love it. We're going to switch topics here because I think this is important to address and a lot of us don't talk about it and it's probably a less fun topic to talk about, but it's more related to at different points, we have different things that either scare us about money or that we maybe aren't ready for. So what has been either currently or in your past, something that scares you about money? I, despite all of this, you know, success, obviously my, my, my mindset of, about money has drastically changed from the beginning of my journey with this, but there's so much more that's still needs to be that I need to work on. There's so much more like the scarcity part this, for me, it's scarcity. It's like my natural state. If I'm not aware of it, is a lack mentality. It goes to show what being conscious about that does for you because I'm not perfect. Like I don't have a perfect mindset. Like I don't wake up and it's like all day long. I'm just, I vibing up there. Like that's not it, but it was this wake up call, this consciousness of, Oh wow. Like my relationship with money isn't very good. I don't treat money very well. If I, if money and I were dating, Money would be like, you're not a very good partner. Like you constantly think that I'm never going to show up for you. Even if I do show up for you, you tell me that I'm not enough. You're insecure around me. Money feels bad around me. You know, it doesn't feel like lit up around me. I'm saying this is like the dark place, right? Of my mind. This is like the dark truth, the honesty around this lack mentality, this this fallback lack mentality. So if I, it isn't until that I start to, oh, here I go. I hear I start to talk about this. It's starting to run around in my brain. I'm catching it more often. And it's obviously opening up more possibilities for me. Um, But yeah, I would have to say the lack scarcity mentality is... (sighs) It's a killer. <laughs> yeah. So if you were to specifically finish the sentence, my biggest fear with money is that there's never going to be enough, not enough. Like that. I, it's crazy. Like that I'll be poor, that I'll go without that. I'll, it just seems so nuts to say it out loud, but like, you're, you're just like, that I'll go without that. I'll be not okay. That I'll be unwell. Yeah. And that's like the ultimate like what are you up against in the contrast of manifesting amazing things? And what's the contrast of that? Right. So there's always a contrast. So I yeah. like to bring it through because I think we all have that and we all get to address like working through that and navigating that in our lives. So yeah, thank you for exactly. sharing. I appreciate yeah. that. Talk to me about if you had just one thing to share with every woman in the world, just Mm -hmm. one thing that is, you feel like you figured out with the game of money, what would it be? The game of money. Really? It's just trust for me. It's just trust. Like I've never gone with it despite how much I've told myself that or warned myself or tried to prepare myself for that. 
it's never, it's never happened. Like I've always been okay. I am always going to be okay. That not only the universe has my back, but like the people in my life, like they're a part of the universe as well. Like I am fully supported all the time. And it's like anytime we're manifesting something, there's an element of doubt. And then when it arrives, you're like, why did I ever doubt that? So for there's a lesson in that and that it's just trust, right? Like riding that wave of trust and it will work out, it will get there. It's going to happen. It's it's a matter of time. It's just a matter of you, you know, walking through life and flipping up all the rocks and whatever it is. But yeah, that would be the, my biggest thing is just trust and allow and falling back on that. Yeah. And I want to add to that because I, in my own story, I have felt the depths of like what we all fear of. Like I've been bankrupt before, like physically, mentally, emotionally bankrupt, like to the point of adrenal failure, to declaring bankruptcy, to all these things. And like, What's crazy about going through that experience is I didn't die. Like my ego died, right? Like (laughs) that had an ego death in that experience, but like I didn't die. I was not homeless. I had a home the entire time. I had family to take care of me. I figured out, you know, what was wrong with my health. Like I navigated through that and healed parts of what I didn't realize at the time were, were money wounds of my biggest fears came true and I didn't die. Right. So it's just so incredible to have gone through that experienced it now become more conscious and aware of what that actually meant to my healing process and journey and been like, well, damn, I could do that again. And I could just go through it all over again and probably with way more joy Right? (laughs) because it's just wild, like wild the fears that we have of something bad happening to us. Yeah. But it's all and working out for us. Yeah. It's always working out. It's always working out for you. It's always working out. Like I had a similar moment and it was the 20 year of 2018 where I was really trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life. And I had like nothing in my bank account and I would not eat lunch because I couldn't afford it. I would eat dinner because my family would eat dinner together. So I would just eat from what they were eating. My sister found out and she was like, I'm just going to like get you lunch. I'm like, but like that is exactly the, 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 to your point of like the universe taking care of you in those moments, right? Like you think that you are dying, but really it's, like I still had a house, I still had somewhere to sleep. I had food. Like I, I was still fine. But yeah, like you, you have these moments of your worst fears coming to life, and you're like, oh my god, mm-hmm. look at that. It, it yeah. sucks, but like I survived, and it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Right. <laughs> it really wasn't. Yeah. It, it's incredible. I so in that process. Um, I moved in with my grandfather because I refused to move back in with my mother. <laughs> and it was 
the most beautiful time of my life. Like my grandfather passed away in the time that I spent with him. Like I was with him living with him for about four months before he passed away. And I'm like, so thankful and grateful that I was able, like as the firstborn grandchild, like to spend that time with him before he passed away. Like, Oh, like so incredibly grateful for that opportunity. And that wouldn't have happened had I been Right. You know, making yeah. all the money, not bankrupt, like all the things like I probably wouldn't have spent as much time with him. So I wow. just like it's wild what the universe brings to you when I would have had regrets if I didn't have that time right. spent with him. Right. Because we all wow. thought he was going to live forever. So, yeah. Wow. That's, just, That's incredible. All right. Let's wrap up a little bit here. But I want to know what projects you're working on that you want to share with the audience here? And if there's any support you would like, there's a couple of things. Like I mentioned earlier in this conversation, I had an Airbnb. I say had because of COVID. (laughs) So I've basically created it. Creating the Airbnb opened the world to me in in many ways. And um, I created a community for Airbnb hosts to connect and exchange properties with each other for vacation. That's like kind of my my personal passion project that I love working on and that I am determined to um, make it a business of my own for it to be making money of my own. Like that would, that's my friggin' dream. Are we allowed to swear on here? <laughs> like that's my fucking dream. <laughs> so okay so I've got that project and then I also have a project called our manifestation journey so what is pretty cool about our manifestation journey is that you can literally go back to the fall of 2019 when we started this and listen to what's happened since then and like our conversation scratched the surface of what actually happened Um, This is like a really good teaser video for it because there's so much that I didn't share that happened. And it was obviously through that journey that, so we, I did this with my sister. I live with my sister. We did this together and we didn't expect it to come to this point, but now we are offering our, I guess our guidance for, to people now. So you can listen to our podcast, which will kind of guide you through our journey. Um, and you can also reach out to us. We're now offering one-on-one or one-on-two calls. Our client right now, we have a client and she's been lovely. And she wrote a review for us the other day. And she was like, you guys are life changers, which is, again, like something that I never expected to kind of come out of everything. So that's what we're, those are our two projects are. And then support. What was that last question? Yeah. So I'll guide you through this. So support in my mind, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, like looks like for you, what exactly? Like in my mind, it looks like, okay, if anyone's listening to this and wants support with specifically what manifesting or mindset work, like that's kind of the one-on-two, if you want to describe that and for the detail. Yeah. So we would offer one-on-two coaching calls. Uh, with people who are interested in up-leveling their manifestation game. So we, when we go on a call, we, we spend an hour with each, you know, with the person. And we basically, our goal is to 
is to put them into alignment. So like when we've been listening to Abraham Hicks, it's always been about your vibration and getting into alignment. So we feel that 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 has been what has brought all of our desires to us. And over the course of a year and a half, we have come up with all of these different ways that we can make that possible for us. And when we do, we notice that our uh, desires come to full life. So we're basically an encyclopedia of ways to get into alignment with your desires. And um, yeah, so that's, we offer the coaching calls. Then afterwards we uh, offer mindset shifts and behavioral strategies to go with that because I have a background in behavioral psychology. I do do um, a behavioral approach in many ways because that's where people feel tend to feel more aligned when they feel like they're doing more physical things around their manifestations. Um, So when we can give behavioral strategies, that's also really um, helpful and really helpful for our clients as well. Um, I hope that answers the question. Yeah, no, I think that's more clear and like guided in terms of who you help and what, what specifically um, you support. And, and then I think for support for you, in my mind, it's um, getting in touch with the people that you want for the community that you're building. So like for the Airbnb community, can you describe in more detail who specifically is a really good fit for that community? Yes. Like, and you hit the nail on the head. Like this is where I would love more support is in growing my community of super talented Airbnb hosts. So like their properties are like art to them. Like this, this is their brainchild and they, the experience they offer their guests is very, very personal to them, to the hosts, right? Like it's, it's something they're creating something for their guests to experience. It's not just a place to stay. It's they've created a destination and they're extremely passionate about it. So these are like iconic Airbnbs. So our community is pretty tight knit because our criteria is, it's not that you have a place to stay that qualifies you. It's that you are very passionate about giving these amazing experiences to guests. So yeah, I would love support in growing that community. I would love support in creating this like this dreamy (laughs) place where people can go and swap. So like the swapping part is so cool because the community of itself is so like-minded. They understand what the host gives, right? So like there's this mutual exchange of give and it's, so cool. It's so cool to watch. So yeah, it's just, it's lovely. Mm, that's beautiful. So if you know anyone who has an amazing Airbnb, or maybe you've stayed in an Airbnb that is super amazing, connect Sam with that person um, who is really embodying what an iconic Airbnb. I love that word, like that terminology stuck for me. So mm-hmm. um, I think that's really what is true about the community that you're building and where can people connect with you on Instagram? I imagine is probably a good place. Yeah. Or- so Instagram is host to host is the community. So it's host to host.co on Instagram. And then our manifestation journey is at our manifestation. journey. Beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here today, Sam. I appreciate. Oh, hello. (laughs) And special end of day guest. Cheers.
This is, I don't know if you're gonna, this yeah. is the other half of OMJ. Yes. We are the yeah. OMJ sisters. We are. It's such a fun name. Thanks everyone for listening in. And thank you, Sam, once again. I appreciate you sharing your stories and manifestations. Oh, thank you for having me.